Welcome to Satisfied, a podcast hosted by me, Ashley Pardo. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, business coach, and former private chef. Satisfied is all about finding fulfillment, confidence, and peace in your body, business, mental health, relationships, and life. If you're an introspective, deep, and sensitive woman, Satisfied is for you. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello, my friends, and thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, we're going to be talking about intermittent fasting today. I got a DM on Instagram this week about intermittent fasting, and I am trying to make these episodes a little bit shorter so they can be searchable. They can be one topic. I tend to talk a lot and the episodes tend to be long. And because of that, it can be hard to search for a topic. So we're going to have a mix of these specific questions, which I've been doing some of these over the last couple of weeks, mindset-y stuff, life updates, check-ins, stuff like that, things that aren't so specific. And then of course, we will have guests. Our next guest is going to be on a week from today on October 19th. Can't wait to share that one with you. And we have a mindset episode coming out this Monday, October 16th. So excited about that. That's going to be about consistency and focusing on the process. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to remind you that Intuitive Macros, my six-week signature, six-week group coaching nutrition program starts again on October 24th. That is a Tuesday. This round is going to be a little bit different than the other rounds. It's going to have a big focus on practicality, aesthetics, and performance. So you can learn how to periodize your nutrition, get the results you want. You can lose weight. You can lose inches. You can gain muscle. I will say you can get toned because you understand that term. (laughs) Um, It's true, right? It, It will teach you to reach your body goals and most importantly, maintain those goals. If I'm just like really clear about what the program is about, that's what it does. And again, this is what sets it apart. It also helps you approach it with an intention of compassion and love so that you can maintain those results forever. That's what does it is the way that you approach it, the way that you talk to yourself, uh, the way that you cope, the way that you handle emotions and stress. That's what Intuitive Macros does. I'm so proud of the program. It is growing. We are you know, close to certifying other practitioners in the method. I believe in it so much and I would love for you to be in there. So if you're on the wait list which opens on this Monday, October 16th. You will save $100. You get first dibs on enrollment and you can get on the wait list at the link in my show notes or in my Instagram bio. We will open to the public on October 18th, which is a Wednesday. This is actually going to be my sh- one of my shortest enrollment periods ever. Uh, I'm experimenting with that because I want to see what it's like to sort of hit things harder in a shorter period. Uh 
instead of, you know, usually I do like a two and a half week launch. Now we're doing like a week and a half or eight days or so. And we will see. I'm really, really excited for this round. And if you're thinking like, oh my God, but it's before the holidays, this would actually be a perfect time to do this because if you are thinking right now, oh, I don't want to do it because like I want to be loose during the holidays and I don't want to lose weight you might end up feeling like shit come January. And then you're going to have to do an overcorrection. The skills of intuitive macros don't teach you to restrict. They teach you how to navigate situations like this. And I literally used to gain 10 pounds every single holiday season. I don't anymore. Uh, I think oftentimes a black and white mentality comes into this where we're like, well, I'm going to just like go easy and like be be really loose during this time. And like, you know, I'm not going to really pay attention. And that is what causes us causes us to feel terrible come January versus having very, very tangible, exact, specific skills that will help you through this process and that will help you feel in control, confident, and like you are the one in charge of your life and your eating instead of you feeling controlled by eating and the circumstances of the holidays. So would love to have you in there. If you have any questions about that, just send me a DM on Instagram and we can get that taken care of. But let's get right into the episode right now. So like I said, I got this question on Instagram and I think the general sort of consensus around intermittent intermittent fasting and a lot of the feeling feelings of the people out there is like it can potentially be like a magic pill like we see I think it's kind of died down a little bit many years ago it was like oh you should be intermittent fasting you shouldn't it's like better if you don't eat till like 2 p.m I did that don't do that (laughs) unless like you like it and unless like it feels good to you so that's like what I want you to keep in mind as I talk like take everything I say with a grain of salt and really prioritize what you think and and what you want over over what I say, if it works for you, it works for you, right? If you eat in a six hour window and it works, keep doing that. Uh, But I think we've seen it die down a little bit, but I also think that it's still rampant, still alive, like people still talk about it. It is a tactic and the nature of intermittent fasting is essentially you intermittently fast throughout the day. And so even like normal ways of eating is also a sense of intermittent fasting because like you eat and then you fast, right? You don't eat and then you eat again. But intermittent fasting, the way it's known now is just shortening your eating window to some of the most popular ones are like you fast for 16 hours and then you eat for eight or you fast for 18 hours and you eat for six. And people think that if you only eat in that window, like an eight hour window or or a six hour window or even a four hour window, I've seen a two hour window. I've even seen this thing called OMAD one meal a day that people do. They just eat for like an hour and like you essentially have to binge during that time, right? Like it's hard to fit in 2000 calories in an hour. You could do it if like you have like ice cream, but if you're having like nutrient dense foods, that's going to be really tough. So it's, it's allowing yourself a window of time during the day that you are eating and the other times you don't eat. And those are, like I said, the time, like sort of the windows that are most popular. Uh, You know, those are the things that I see. And people think that, oh, if I just like eat during this time, that that means I'll lose weight because I'm not eating the other, the other times. And I am not, you know, I'm burning fat the other times. This is the same sort of mentality 
that comes along with like doing a whole 30 or something. And the same mentality that I had, because many years ago, like over 10 years ago, I tried intermittent fasting. I'm like, oh, if I just eat during this time, like I'm just going to lose weight. Same thing with paleo and whole 30. If I just like only eat whole 30 foods, I'm going to lose weight. And one of the most devastating moments ever, I say that with a with another grain of salt, because <laughs> far devastating things have happened to me, um, but was when I did a whole 30 and then I didn't lose any weight. I gained weight. And I was like, excuse me, this should be illegal. Like I just spent so much time and effort doing this and it didn't do what I wanted it to do. And when it comes down to this, it's really empowering to remember the principles of nutrition. The three guiding principles that I talk about all the time. One being calories determine weight changes. Protein determines body composition. And food quality determines how you feel. So if you want to lose, gain, or maintain your weight, that's going to happen through calorie manipulation only. Now, there are some caveats to this, of course. There's hormonal issues. Perhaps your metabolism has downregulated. Even still, most things come down to changes in calories for your weight. So remember that. That intermittent fasting doesn't necessarily play a role in that because you could eat 5,000 calories in the six hours, which sometimes that might happen because you might be like so freaking hungry that you're not going to lose weight. You know, same thing with protein. You, if you want the weight that you do lose to be fat, you have to eat protein, non-negotiable, right? I'm, I'm speaking very assertively here because I, a lot of the stuff in the nutrition world is very wishy-washy, right? No, this is the truth. This is like how things happen. And I think that if we can get on board with this, it, it creates less mental anguish. <laughs> That's the word sometimes uh, for us to kind of go back and forth and deliberate. And lastly, food quality determines how you feel. So the better food quality you have, so the more, the more fruits, vegetables, produce, um, those are fruits and vegetables, <laughs> uh, protein, uh, healthy fats, starches, whole foods, one ingredient foods, the more of those you eat, the better you're going to feel. Less processed foods you eat, the better you're going to feel, 10 to 20% of our calories should come from processed foods. This is why you can include processed foods and sugar and still lose weight if you manage your calories. But intermittent fasting doesn't have an impact on those things. So when it comes to this, not necessarily, it could, and I will talk about that in a second, but I want you to think of what is a big rock and what is a small rock. A big rock are the things that I just said. First of all, adherence. So like, whenever we begin anything, we have to be like, am I actually going to adhere to this? Can I actually adhere to a six hour eating window during the day? Many people can. Some people really can't. So that's the first thing you have to think about before you think of, does this work? You have to think, does this work for me? You know? So then the next thing is going to be calorie balance, then macronutrient balance, which is protein consumption, and then food quality. Those are going to be your big rocks in that order. Adherence, calories, macros, food quality. Food quality also really, really matters. Just overall, you all know that too. Small rocks would be things like supplements, eating windows, intermittent fasting, nutrient timing, stuff like that, that like it, it doesn't really matter. If you have somebody whose like life depends on their job, like their livelihood, well, everybody does, <laughs> but their job depends on eating and they have to like really you know, um, have to really pay attention and really refine, then of course, like maybe they have to go into nutrient timing and eating windows and stuff like that. But for the gen pop person, like you and me, 
that we like to work out, we like to feel amazing, it's not going to matter. If you want to lose weight, like these things aren't going to matter as much. So I really need us to let go of the assumption that it's a magic pill and put the power back onto you and say like, does this actually work for me? So what do I do? Some people ask this and I, I'm going to say a really annoying thing, but I listen to my body, which is a skill. And let me know, send me a DM or something if you would want me to do an episode on how to listen to your body. But I do fast every night and I also fast in between my meals. And sometimes inadvertently, my eating window is shortened because like today, for example, I woke up, I wasn't hungry when I woke up today because I went to, I went out to dinner last night and it was a really big dinner and I just wasn't hungry when I woke up today. I had coffee and an LMNT in my water went to the gym, did an errand, came back home, took Miss Faye on a walk, showered. By the time I ate, it was like 11.30 and, or maybe 11. But you know, that, that eating window is like 15 hours. So inadvertently I did it, but I'm just like going through my day. That's what feels good at this moment. Sometimes I will eat something little. I usually have like a banana or half of an apple with some peanut butter, Greek yogurt, honey, maybe a little dried fruit, just a little something maybe 200 calories to put something in my stomach before I lift. I kind of go back and forth with fasted training. Uh, if I'm not hungry, it's fine. I can go. Sometimes I, I will eat beforehand and I, I sometimes feel more energy when I do, but it's not something that's like so clear to me. Uh, I do notice sometimes like if I'm working out with Kim, who usually works out in the afternoon, obviously we've eaten at least one meal at that point. If we train at like three o'clock, I do notice a lot of energy in that meal, but I hate training in the afternoon. I will only do that if I'm training with her or training with someone else. I'm a morning person. I I, I prefer to get it done in the morning. Uh, so I did a post on Instagram about pre and post workout nutrition and fasting. I will put it in the show notes. I also did a podcast episode on this. I will put it in the show notes too, but that's sort of what I do. I, I definitely do an overnight fast and, um, like I, I fast in between my meals as well. Uh, some benefits of fasting that people claim for intermittent fasting, mental clarity. So a lot of people like the fact that they can feel focused during the day, if they don't have a lot of food in their system, a lot of people feel that way and they get the focus from, uh, I think it's adrenaline and cortisol uh, because you're not eating. Nonetheless, some people really like it. Some people do prolonged fasts that cause autophagy, which is like sort of clearing out of cells. You know, I I wouldn't, but some people do like that and you know, to each their own. I'm not going to say too much about that because I wouldn't recommend it for most of us here. But some people do like it. Some pe- It does accelerate their fat loss, obviously, because like you're not eating. <laughs> Zero calories will equal weight loss. Uh, some people do do it for religious purposes like Yom Kippur or Ramadan or something like that. Right. They prioritize that. And then some people do it as a discipline thing. Like I used to listen to the Mind Pump podcast a lot. And they talked a lot about how they did it like 36 hour fast or maybe I don't know. I can't remember one and a half to three day fast or four day fast to practice discipline and to practice detachment. Uh, Again, if it's going to cause you disorder, don't do it. But when to fast, uh, I'm going through my notes right here. (laughs) Another thing I wanted to say here too, is that the reason that this, that some people might say like, oh, it works is because they're shortening the eating window 
And then they're like literally skipping a meal. So it's easier for them to lower their calories. Like that's why it might work for fat loss because not because it's a thing, but because it inadvertently allows you to lower your calories. I will do that sometimes. Like let's say I, I, you know, usually on one day over the weekend, I'm going out to dinner. I might have a drink or something and I like to eat a lot during those times. So I will try to pro like shorten my eating window and prolong my breakfast so that it will have like a big breakfast uh, like later, like at noon or something. And then I will maybe have a snack and then do the big dinner. That's something that I do really commonly as a way to manage my calories for huge meals or bigger meals on the weekend. Um, if you're thinking of when you should fast, like I said a couple times, in between your meals is really important. So trying to wait four to six hours in between meals, allowing yourself to get hungry. And this is because of um, your digestive system, like your digestive system needs a break. Have you, like, I mean, we all learned about the digestive process. It is so complex. Like the large intestine, maybe the small intestine is like over 20 feet long. You know, like a lot of work goes into the moment that you eat food and the moment that you poop it out. Like a, a lot of things are happening. It's a lot of energy. <laughs> to esophagus to stomach to small intestine to large intestine to colon. There's absorption, assimilation that's happening there. Uh, the, digest- the digestive wow process is huge. So you need to give it time to rest because it takes up a lot of energy. I think that this is also a good thing with like food boundaries where you create a time where you eat and then you're not eating. That actually creates a lot of peace for me and sort of allows me to be like, okay, during mealtime, I am here, I'm present, I'm satisfied, I'm savoring, I love this, I'm so happy. You know, make your meal satisfying as a way for you to do this. Make them bigger. If you're a volume eater, make them voluminous. Um, have them include things that you like so that you can be present and you can enjoy it. Because the more that you enjoy it, the more comfortable you'll feel going four to six hours without eating and making it large enough and balanced enough so you have like, you know, fiber, protein, fat, and starch in that meal. Fiber being mostly produce and and beans and, you know, some avocado and, and stuff like that so that you can then actually allow yourself to go four to six hours. Because I know that that might feel a little bit like scarcity for some people, um, like, oh my God, I'm not going to eat for four to six hours, but you want to allow your, your food to assimilate. You want to allow yourself to get hungry before your next meal. You know, the French say that that's like the biggest ingredient. <laughs> the most important ingredient is hunger. Allow yourself to get hunger and I, hungry. And I think that this is kind of like a spiritual practice in a sense of like, uh, when I'm eating, I'm eating. And when I'm not, I'm not eating. I used to be a grazer, like food when I was in that like body positive space it was like, well, whenever I have any whim, I would eat. That wasn't good for me. It's probably not good for you either, you know, to just like allow yourself at any times. Of course, if you're starving, go eat, like be discerning. You know, you know that I'm not saying to like not eat if you're starving, but allowing yourself that space to not eat sometimes can be really beneficial and I think allows you to feel a lot more in control. Um, overnight fast, like I said, and those are the times that I would say, too fast. If it's causing you distress, don't do it. If you're forcing yourself, don't do it. If it feels natural to you to intermittent fast, like it does for me sometimes, yes. But like, I don't even think about it. I just do it. And then I'm like, oh, I I guess I intermittent fasted today, right? So if you're looking at it that way, it's like, I want to use it as a tool and trick. 
not going to work. If you want to do it because it feels natural to you, totally different. As always, I am open to your questions. Um, I've been doing a lot of podcasts on questions that I've been getting on Instagram and the DMs lately. So I would love to hear from you. You can send me a DM over there. Um, As always, like I said, I am grateful for you tuning in and taking the time to listen. And I don't take it lightly that you have me in your ears or in the car or wherever it is right now. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and rest of your week. And I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram where I post content every single day at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show, or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever you are right now.